Although now I'm kind of regretting not using some sort of an intro. Because usually I, you know, we come in and people are hopefully at least laughing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or doing something. I, if I look distracted throughout this show, there's a stink bug right there. And he's just out of reach. A what? <laughs> a stink bug. They're these little beetle-looking things, and they just get into everything. Like, there's nothing you can do about it, because they can get super flat, and now that the weather's cold outside, they're coming in, and um, they're not really harmful or anything. They just they sound like little helicopters when they're flying by you. They, they drive do, the yeah. cats nuts, and then when you like, if you kill them, they stink, hence the name. I'll see if I can get a picture of it. Like they blow up like a bomb or something when you step on them. That's exactly what happens, yeah. A little poof. <laughs> of just stench. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to VM Live. I'm your host, Jack Rollins, and with me, the man, the myth, the legend. Oops, Mr. Jeffrey Hoffman. Hello. Hey guys, how are you? Alright, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> I don't have any I don't have any uh, crazy intro. That's fair. And then we have our buddy Adro here. What's going on, brother? I'm doing all right, man. Doing all right. Happy Friday. Yes. And we have our producer, Evan. What's going on, dude? I'm I'm here. That's good. <laughs> Sometimes that's enough. Mm-hmm. Glad you have you. Uh, yeah, you missed the last week, and we might get into why here a little bit later in the show. Uh, and, and obviously, our uh, admin, Bob, is not here. Uh, he's feeling a little under the weather. Uh, so hopefully, we'll have him back next week. Uh, and speaking of that kind of stuff, we're still kind of trying to figure it out, but we're probably going to be taking a little bit of a break. Uh, it's here. We're coming up on Christmas and people have stuff to do. And we have uh, a backlog of some of our live talks. And so we'll still be releasing podcasts. Uh, but VM Live is probably going to take a little bit of a break because uh, the way we have it slated now with it being on Friday nights, we'd have a show on Christmas Eve and then we'd have a show on New Year's Eve. And we're still up in the air on whether or not we're going to do it. And if we do it, we may just do it in the server and have a little bit of fun with that. So uh, if we do that, we'll make an announcement about it before we decide to. Uh, and you want to be a part of it. That's uh, that's my plug for uh, joining the Discord server because we can have everybody be, be a part of the show and it can be a lot of fun. So that's that. Uh, for tonight's topic, I don't know if you guys remember the... It was technically the second VM Live we did, but it was the first one we released because the very first VM Live we did was... <laughs> was um, We were learning. Yeah, we weren't quite... Uh, not that yeah. we're like... Not that, we're not, yeah. that, not that we're like, okay, we can win yeah. you know, awards Season now. bets now. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> well, the very first one we did was a round table, which I kind of want to produce because uh, there was a lot of good content on there, but it just like technically it was pretty dry. And it was, you know, people were not using the right microphones. I think Bob, I don't know what he was using. I think he was using one of those microphones. Adro's probably got one on the table that, like, you get your kids. Oh, you do. know what I mean? Like, one of those ones that's <laughs> just the spring. Like, it's not connected to anything. I'm pretty sure Hello, that's y'all. what he was using. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but we, afterwards, we, we realized as we were just kind of hanging out and having a good time afterwards, we were still having kind of pretty deep conversations, but we were a lot more loose with it. And so we decided that would be kind of an interesting thing to do versus having the uh, the kind of panel that we did. 
and then the so the first episode uh, we were still a little bit monologue-y, and it just kind of went person 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 person. Mm-hmm. There was no like interrupting or disagreeing or conversation. <laughs> it was just people talking. Uh, and then the second one, um, we had this the, this like I think anyway like bullshit topic because uh, I was you know we we're trying to come up with topics and it was like why can't men emote or something like that that sounds really good for like seo Mm. and you know but like to have a conversation about it none of us are experts and we'd either we'd just be kind of talking and it and i i didn't like it and then that day you know the shit hit the fan for a couple of us and so we just decided to vent and we went on there and we just complained and we were laughing Mm -hmm. we were kind of Mm -hmm. making fun of each other a little bit but like we were being open and i and i was i I was really, really, really proud of that episode. So I'm hoping we can do a little bit of that tonight. Um, I don't know what's going on in everybody's lives. I've kind of not been able to be around as much over the last couple of days. So I'm interested to see what everybody's been up to. Uh, Jeff, I know that for you, it's growing plants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. eating, eating plants yeah yeah yeah, yeah. your basement you salad the last clip there yeah this week hasn't had yeah i should just do that just although i don't know this is for the video viewers did you guys notice jeff's couch is properly lined up now yeah. like that yeah. drove me nuts everything you- where's the cat we need the star of the show no, he's, he's he'll be back he'll, he's, he's right behind the chair actually. he's our uh our show mascot that in your stink hey, bug. He's, he's been on more yeah. episodes than some of our cast members, the cat. So I mean, to be fair. Oh, just kidding. Just kidding, Bob. We love you. Uh, one of the things that we discussed, we were kind of discussing on the server today. Uh, I, I, and if I'm getting this wrong, uh, you know, Adra, I know you were there on that discussion, so you can maybe correct me. But one, of, it was a kind of a question that came up of like, did has anybody ever turned down sex? Like as a guy. Yes. I think Nako like put it as like on a date and then yeah. and then like you yeah. and I kind of just ran with it like just in general. Right, cuz we were joking cuz we were talking about doing a visible man Christmas album and we were just kind of <laughs> having jokes back and forth. Um Wait, how did that and, transition uh, from I, I, Christmas album to like turning on sex? I think Nako. I said yeah, Nako. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, I think the <laughs> okay. I think yeah, okay. got it. I said the album should be all of us naked because it was like a visible man Christmas and then just holding like jingle bells over our parts, you know, and Santa hats. Over and our then, jingle uh, bells. Yeah. And then Adro, I think, made a joke something about um how he doesn't do that kind of stuff on the first date. I should take him out, you know, first. And, oh, and, yeah, and, and then go. that kind of went into a, you know, okay. hey, have you okay. guys ever like had sex on the first date or turned down sex on the first date? And so I okay. first, I kind of want to ask you guys, like if you can think about it, uh, like have you ever turned down like a potential hookup? Um, I'm not counting full on relationships because there are, weird circumstances that can come with that but if you've never turned it down in a relationship either i guess that's you know but uh have you ever turned down ever like turned down like like, nope for no reason the girl generally is there or could be there quickly or you're at their place or whatever so it's available you know you don't have to put any effort into it because i know jeffrey You've turned things down because they were outside of the two mile radius and you just didn't feel like driving. Um, that doesn't count. 
it's gas prices. That's yeah, all it, it is. really is. I'm he's just trying he's to be sitting there and he's like, you know what? I already changed into my pajamas. I'm tired. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like he's like calculating like the like the mileage on his car yeah. and yeah. like the wear and tear. Like uh, got to protect that Jetta. Know, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean like for for me, you know, it's funny because I when Jack when you answered, I didn't even think of like how you answered it, like because mm-hmm. I was just thinking straight like with like when Nako was saying like on dates or like when like presented with it, right. With the opportunity to like they're in person. Um, so for me, that answer is like, no, like, no, every no, time you, you never hard pass. No. Yeah, every time it's been presented to me, I, I will not turn it down. And I, I, uh, I even joked on the server that there was the girlfriend at the time I was, I was 18 and I got rear-ended pretty bad and I had a concussion in your car. Yeah, like okay. someone rear ended me on the freeway. Um, and, and this it, is going to lead to turning down sex, the end of the story? No, it's not. No, gonna, oh, he's not. Because he said he never had. I never have. So this is so, a body oh, cast right, okay. asking yeah. the doctor to cut a hole open in one area so we can. <laughs> jaws of life, I need it. Sound, I need some jaws. Sounds like uh, sounds like a bad like porno. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, at the doctor. Um, no, but like I, I had a concussion and like still like that night, like I. I, I put in the story, I power through it, but not goes like you plowed through it. <laughs> yeah, but, that um, was awesome. That was a good follow up. Yeah. Yeah. But the way you presented it, where it's like, where it's like opportunities for, it's like, if I'm not, mm. you know, like I have, you know, I have turned that down. Like if they're mm-hmm. like, hey, you want to come over? And for whatever reason, I say no. Like I've done that, but no, in person, like presented with it. No, nah, I've never turned it down. <laughs> okay. And Jeff, let's just assume this person was is within a two mile radius and they asked okay. you at five thirty in the afternoon. So I you'll be back it. by eight thirty. Uh, <laughs> I can be I can be asleep at eight fifteen. You know, I can take my take yeah. my take my fiber pill. <laughs> yeah. You know that's already set out on the counter for you. Nice. You have your overnight oats. I did right okay, there. so I did. I did. Okay. This was a couple years ago and um <laughs> I met I met this woman uh, online, but it wasn't through a dating app. I forget what the app was. It was I don't know. And we were I, this was a I think a second a first I don't know. We were in my car, and she literally got on top of me, mm-hmm. and I and I just had this I had this just had this bad feeling about like she was very uh didn't i don't want to see she just didn't seem stable and I, i'm like this doesn't this feels like i could be getting into my, myself into a lot of trouble mm-hmm. so i turned it down okay it would have been trouble but it would have been fun bro yeah, yeah i was gonna say when i was when i dude, was yeah, dude had, and she like, was cute and i was like oh, what do i do here so i turned it down I think that's a sign of a little bit of a sign of maturity. Um, a lot that, of maturity. For me, you know, that was at the, 21. Was, I would not not have. I would have been like, let's go for the oh, ride. Yeah. You know what it I mean? Was it was just, the first point in my life where I was shit. like, wow, I think I'm a grown up now. <laughs> at at 31, I wouldn't turn it down. I'm 33. <laughs> <laughs> Still waiting for that day. Yeah, right. Okay. So you turned it down then, and then you've turned it down um, quite a few times when that person was outside your mile radius. <laughs> um no, uh, I'm I am kidding yeah. when I'm saying that. It just we joke with Jeff kind of. because he goes it's to four sleep. mile. Yeah, it's four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one I mile under two, isn't the lowest Tinder five. Like you're just like now you gotta be closer than that. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> you gotta be feet. like walking distance. Yeah. yeah, I need to be able to like, step out onto my lawn and can I see, see your you house. from here? No, yeah. I forget it. I'm yeah. gonna go to bed. <laughs> but it used to not be the case. One time I drove an hour. Oh yeah, that's nothing, dude. 
My ex, yeah. my ex, when we were first dating, I was an hour, hour and a half away, and I would do yeah. that a couple of times a week, and yeah. that wasn't yeah, to have was... sex. That was just to be around, you know, like, yeah. um, yeah. I don't think, yeah, guy, that we should have a. That should be one of the questions is we should see how far <laughs> the guys have gone oh, no. for sex. You know what I mean? Just to see the reverse <laughs> of that. Of like, we're doing like hours, mm. like driven or hours, flown. hours driven, flown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh wow! How many? How, how many, many area codes over? Yeah, <laughs> Europe. Ah, I guess I'm South sure America is okay. Europe, I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but one thing that, uh, and and so when I had commented, I I brought up a time uh, where I I was at a, it was a bachelor party um, with a buddy. And we had we had come home and we we're all, you know, I was probably 20, 21 at the time and we were all smashed. And uh, his soon to be wife, uh, they had their bachelorette party at the same on the same night. So her, then her friends came back to their place. And so we were all in the same place and we we're kind of drinking or whatever. And I ended up passing out on the couch and this girl uh, came up and started kissing me when I was like, you know, not really there. And this is a bride to be or just a friend? No, no, this is just one of the girls in the bachelor party. Oh, okay. um, yeah, that would have been real bad. <laughs> I was like, hey, uh, yeah, I mean, but uh, you know, there was no attraction, there was no, there was no, you know, I, there no, no beer goggles kind of thing. You know, I didn't, I didn't want to, I was smashed, I didn't want to, and you know, she was forcing herself on me. And the only reason she stopped is because I started to make a commotion, and she was a, she was a big girl, so like there was an element of like. I mean, she was like three, four hundred pounds, so she was a lot bigger than I was, and I'm also really, really, really drunk, so I'm not, you know, able to properly defend myself. And that story sounds pretty familiar, coming from a female, you know, like that's unfortunate, but that's something where if a girl told you that, it's like, well, yeah, that, ha you know, uh, and it kind of came out that there was a, I, you know, even with beer goggles. Why didn't you sleep with her? Like you should have slept. Like why not? Mm. You know. And there was kind of. And to me, it kind of. It kind of. That's what I would say. You know what I mean? Like we kind of, kind of almost came close to saying it to you, Jeff, with the you know the crazy girl. Mm. You know, <laughs> where like, just we're just like, it. why not yeah. go for it? Like why are you yeah. turning this down? And there wasn't yeah, why, a yeah. question of the fact that I was sexually assaulted, and you know if I had done the same thing to a girl. I'd be in jail and that's how it should be, you know? Uh, mm. But there has to be a reminder that I didn't want to have sex. The reason why I didn't want to have sex is irrelevant. It doesn't yes. matter that I didn't find her attractive. It doesn't matter that I was drunk. It has no, you know, it doesn't matter. I didn't want to have sex with you, you know? So you shouldn't be putting yourself on me, you know? But what we do is we, we tend to do that is we say, why not? You know? Mm. And you'd mm -hmm. never hear that. You'd never hear that from a uh you know from a girl saying that to her girlfriend who was sexually assaulted you know just like why not just yeah, yeah. and it took me years to even kind of even realize it you know mm -hmm. that that's what that was <laughs> you know yeah. um you know i like what I, to call it yeah you know yeah. um and and i just found that kind of interesting because we don't we don't call it what it is and we question why <laughs> you know we question why i didn't want to have sex with her not why she did that, you know what I mean, and why I had to like basically scream and stuff to try to make a commotion because I was I was too shit faced to fight, and she weighed like four hundred pounds, mm -hmm. you know. And at that time, I was like a buck fifty, 
you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, so I just found that interesting that that's, that's how we ask. And it reminded me, and I don't know if I've said it on the show before, but Adro, we were kind of talking about it. That reminded me, I used to be a part of a, an Irish, like a Catholic Irish club. And on St. Patrick's day, especially we would be wearing kilts and, um, it's one thing to ask somebody what's under their kilt because that's kind of they want to check and see if you're regimental, you know. So people will just if you ever wear a kilt, people will ask you, you know, what's underneath because regimental means nothing. You know what I mean? Like you're supposed to free ball in a kilt, and people would ask you that, and that's not that bad. Like it's still kind of inappropriate. I would never walk up to a woman and be like, "Are you wearing underwear?" You know, um, you know, but they, it was no problem. People laugh, you know, like I'm trying at, at one year I was, I was bartending, you know what I mean? So I'm trying to work, you know? Um, and then every time I would wear a kilt at any of these events and I wasn't alone, like this just happened. There would be woman after woman after woman, usually between the age of like 45 and 60 and just drunk who would just reach sure. up and check. They wouldn't even ask. Oh, really? Sure. And I'm not talking about sliding up the leg. I'm talking about. Full on for the video, wow. boom, boom, you know, That's crazy. and I don't know you, you know, and they're laughing. They think it's funny and oh, yep, he's regimental. You know what I mean? And they would just do that. And instead of being offended, I'm supposed to either think it's funny, you know, that some person I don't know who's drunk walked up to me, reached underneath my kilt and grabbed my balls, you know, or I'm supposed to be happy that I'm getting the attention. Hmm. You know, and it it doesn't sound that bad because there's I'm not I'm not comparing the experiences like an overall of like that was, you know, three nights out of the year for me, you know, when that stuff would happen and women have to deal with aspects of this every day. You know, I'm not I'm not comparing it like that, but I do find it interesting that that would be sexual assault. But to everybody else, with a guy, that's a joke. That's expected. Mm. You know, that strangers make me cringe, make me yeah, uncomfortable. Are going to walk up and grab your balls? You know what I mean? Um, and it was irrelevant whether or not I wanted it. You know, and it doesn't matter. Like she could be hot, she could be like, oh, I might hit that up later. But like that's that per- that decision was taken from me, both with this woman when we were drunk, you know, and then St. Patrick's Day. And I just I find it interesting that we. It reminds me there was an episode of South Park where I don't remember whose little brother, but he was the little <laughs> kindergarten. He's a little Canadian. Kyle. Kyle Kyle's yeah. little brother. His little brother <clears throat> hooks up Take with like baby. a yeah, hooks up with like a preschool teacher. You know, and the and the episode oh, yeah. oh that's God, the point right. is that I mean he's it's clearly for humor because he's like preschool age and it's a you know, a grown woman, you know. But when this started to get out that she was sleeping with him. You know, all the guys, including like the cops and everything like that, would just sit there and they go, nice. Mm. You know, like he pulled that hot chick. Good for him. You know, uh, and they that's what the kind of the point of the episode was. It was like it's still and we've all done it. Like you've seen some of these stories that come out. I mean, there haven't been many lately, probably because yeah. of COVID. But like like you'd see it and you'd see. And there's the one where I think they got married or something like that, or at least tried to. You know, and she was she was pretty hot, and so you're sitting there like my 15 year old mind. You're like, well yeah. done, dude. Yeah. Well done. But then you think back to who you were at 15, and you're like, there is a age of consent for a reason because I was an mm-hmm. idiot. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. you don't have the capacity at that point. But when it when it comes to the guys, it does seem that we don't, as a culture, you know, because we were all joking around about that in the server 
about me turning her down. Like we were joking mm-hmm. about it, all of us, you know, and is that appropriate? Should we be doing that? Should we be mm-hmm. taking that as seriously? I mean, like, what do you guys think? I, I mean, I, I think it's the same, you know, I think when you said, uh, when it's, when the roles are reversed, it's called sexual assault, but I think it's still sexual assault, mm-hmm. but it, we just don't culturally talk about it that way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, I don't know. I think it's still the same thing. Yeah, pretty much. I'm disappointed. I missed the conversation. Um, I don't think there's, I don't think consent has a gender. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm either asking for or, or granting, or there's no, there shouldn't be any gender roles Mm -hmm. when it comes to consent. Yeah. Uh, We're going to, we're going to jump to break real quick, but before we do, I just kind of want to say like for the guys, cause this has come up before, uh, don't fear asking the woman if you can hold her hand, if you can kiss her, if you can, you know, have sex with her or whatever. You do it right. And I'm telling you, it's a turn on. I've heard so many women say that of you, just the consent, but like that's huge. But then just flat out saying, look like, Hey, can I kiss you? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, there's it, trust me, it, it goes a long way. So do not be afraid of sounding like an idiot for asking for consent, consent, literally every step. So Mm -hmm. anyway, we're going to go to break. We'll be back in two minutes. supposed to be having music on new music coming in here in the next couple of episodes hopefully by the beginning of the new year i cut out a lot of the songs we were using the um like cheesy bossa nova shit Mm. Uh, we we had a couple of really like deep and sometimes for better for worse like dark conversations and then you'd come (laughs) into like happy <laughs> we were talking to Adro about that time on Thanksgiving, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what music do you play though? Like, do you, do you just kind of let it go? Do you come in on like, just do they do you call it like a hard break where you just come in with no like, music because it's serious? Or, right, do I play something cinematic? <laughs> you know, I have to look it up and see what music they play. Anyway, um, Evan, you weren't. You weren't here last week because of uh, something pretty, uh, pretty awesome. Uh, I believe we did tell people that you had surgery. I think you told everybody you were having surgery, yeah. Um, which made me feel comfortable telling everybody you were at surgery. Um, yeah. So uh, I guess if you if you're cool with it, can you can you tell us a little bit about uh, what the surgery was and and kind of yeah. what have you? Well, yeah, last Tuesday. Um, November 30th, I had a top surgery. It's a chest surgery for trans men. Um, And it's uh, something that I'd been counting down for, Mm -hmm. for several months. Um, It was rescheduled once. uh, Then COVID kind of started making me feel nervous that it might get canceled or scheduled again, um, Mm -hmm. but successfully completed the procedure and so yeah last friday was not a, not a good day not a good day there were a lot of not a good days a lot of not good days um uh, sur- i don't know surgery i guess can be kind of deceptive because the nerve blocks they use it doesn't you, your pain doesn't really set in right away i don't believe um 
Mm-hmm. So uh, actually, Jeff drove me home um, mm. from, oh, wow. from the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Hey, Jeff, Jeff was he, then. was he like high as a kite, like saying all sorts of just terrible <laughs> shit? He was great. He was <laughs> like, I don't believe the COVID, man. This is bullshit from the government. <laughs> I can, I can, yeah, that's, that's that. definitely what I would be saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Painkillers were working on Evan that day because I was like, wow, he's really good. This is good. And then, yeah. Um, Evan was talking hella sick. shit about uh, about VM and those assholes. <laughs> you can't do, they can't do the show without me. <laughs> uh, no, it. Uh, so like the second day after the pain just really got quite mm-hmm. intense. Um, not not the surgery. The surgery itself is pretty straightforward as far as you know procedures go, but they put a couple drains in. Um, right under my, like right under my armpits. Um, and I don't, I don't, I don't have a lot of tissue here at mm-hmm. all. Um, so they got quite, quite painful cause it's just, you know, it's ribs and skin mm-hmm. and some nerves. <laughs> so, um, that, that's where most of the suffering was coming from. Okay. Um, but those came out on Tuesday of this week and then just went way uphill since then. Yeah. Feeling, feeling fantastic now. Awesome. So, Good. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. It was a rocky ride. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine that kind of, I mean, like I've had surgery before, but nothing, nothing like major like that. And so I, I, that's one thing that like scares the crap out of me is that not the surgery itself. It's like two days later. <laughs> Mm. When you don't have the, the good drugs and it's just, mm-hmm. and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> you just yeah. got to take it. Um, so you're feeling a lot better now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, emotionally, how does it feel to have that? Uh, I, you know, I, I've never had anything that come close to that and probably never will. Um, yeah, it's, um, I haven't processed it yet emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, these milestones all seem to hit a little differently. Um, So this one I think is maybe on a shelf for a little bit. Okay. So this is like six months down the road. Like you'll just be like, damn. And then you'll kind of, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's strange because I knew I was trans just this year, Mm -hmm. but some part of me has wanted to have this procedure done um, for at least 10 years. When I first started getting, when I first started getting mammograms is when that thought first started breaking through. Mm -hmm. Um, So every year it was like, I wonder, you know, it's, it's, it's weird to think of things in these terms, but I think, you know, these ideas about gender kind of poke through where that, wherever they can get through. Mm-hmm. And there was always this thought, like, I wonder, you know, what would happen if this came back and showed something and then I could have a mastectomy. Not wishing anything, but there yeah, was always yeah. like, oh, maybe I'll get a mastectomy. <laughs> okay. Just not really making connection. Yeah. Um, as to what that actually meant. Um, but yeah, so I think it's going to take a while to really have this land, Okay. but it looks good. I, yeah, I look it does. Great. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, and I, you know, I want to commend you on that for, um, you know, on social media and stuff. You, you know, you've been really Seriously. open about it. Yeah, and yeah. Um, you know, I remember, I was a couple of days ago. You you posted about it, and uh, it was like there was just like this. I I guarantee it, like a collective like fuck yeah from everybody mm. on the server <laughs> yeah. who saw it. Yeah. Like hell yeah, dude. Um, yeah, and For so sure. we're, yeah. I mean, I you know, I there's I have nothing, and and I I doubt Jeff or Adro have anything mm-hmm. that they can kind of compare that to. So um, you know, I just good for you dude good for you yeah. i'm proud of you that's awesome um what else were we oh the ranting part so uh jeff you had a pretty pretty good week it figures yeah, on the episodes was... where i'm like let's rant you yeah like, <laughs> i was like yeah i was I'm out of cheerios i got yeah i i i, I had an, honestly above average week so. okay and then adro of course <laughs> I'll take a pass on the bitching Right, Adro, of course, has been living it up on uh, the Christmas stuff with his daughters. Jeff and I were talking the other day, mm-hmm. and we've we've established that Jeff and I are at best Grinch, leaning towards Scrooge, uh, and um, not Scrooge McDuck because that would be awesome. Uh, but uh, but watching your Instagram stories, Adro, and hearing about all the stuff you're doing uh, with the kids and, you know, seeing all the lights and the excitement and all those kind of things, you know, I, I feel like I'm living like my holidays, happy holidays mm-hmm. kind of thing, kind of vicariously through you because you do such a good <laughs> job at just the joy aspect of it. I, yeah, I cannot commend you enough on that. Like, that's just, it's so fun to watch, to watch you and your girls celebrate Christmas together. Well, thanks mm-hmm. man. That, you know, when you told me that it just, it, it meant, it meant, it means a lot um, to me because the holidays, you know, like these last couple ones have been different. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like for me personally, they, like they have sucked because, you know, it's not the same and I'm still mm-hmm. trying to, kind of find my groove you know w- with myself and you know because i still will notice and like will look for the differences that there's been you know mm-hmm. um with, with the big one being that because we celebrate L- latinos for the most part celebrate christmas on christmas eve mm-hmm. we don't do anything christmas day and so in the past we'd always go with my ex because her family is not latino okay. and they would do christmas on christmas day mm-hmm. so so the, the past two christmases we have not been together and it's always been like a mad scramble, but what are we going to do Christmas day? Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, mm-hmm. um, but you know, it's, it's the kids don't feel it and they haven't felt it. Okay. So I do take pride in that, that they still have like a good Christmas. Cause you know, I, I like this, this time of year myself personally, like, mm-hmm. you know, I always joke that if I didn't have kids, I'd be the one who they, people would think is a predator by himself <laughs> at, at these light, at these light shows. Like where, where are this man's kids? <laughs> Just sitting there awesome. with a camera, like just like looking around, like no, you get a job as uh, Santa Claus, and then you're pretty much good. To oh go. yeah, <laughs> the brownest Santa you've ever seen. I've seen all sorts of. I actually more. I wanna uh, in my previous life, I knew a guy who was a professional Santa year round. Um, we just called him Santa Dave. Yeah, <laughs> Santa Dave. I know a guy who knew I will, a guy. <laughs> right. I will. I will insert a link somewhere if it's still around of Santa Dave. I mean, he was year-round beard. I mean, he would do St. Patrick's Day. He'd be like <laughs> Santa God. with a a green outfit or whatever. And he loved it. 
Because <laughs> apparently one of the biggest things they do off season is gigs for like college girls parties. And so he's sitting there like this is baller, man. Like he's like, I go to a party and have a bunch of drunk co-heads, uh, co-heads just all over me. And it's like, that, yeah, that doesn't sound terrible. Uh, and uh, the weird part about this story, though, is he... That's I not the weird check. part. No, yeah. no, it gets weird. I should check this. So just to make sure... You'll see why. I need, need, need to double check at the end. But uh, the woman he was dating, they refused to get married. They were they had been dating for a long time, but they were just not going to get married. And that's fine. No, no Mrs. Know. Claus? Come well, on. Well, we asked why. And we made those kind of jokes. Uh, and so I asked why, because I, I met her and him at the same time. I don't know any history or anything like that. Well, she was a widower. And so that alone is fine. Uh, but her first husband's name was Dave. And this guy's this guy's Dave. Dave. Yeah, he's Dave. Uh, first oh. husband dies. Uh, second oh, husband, also Dave, dies. And so he's oh like, "Oh my god, yeah, I'm not, I'm not marrying you." My goodness, <laughs> you know? bro. I mean, you talk about a type, but we and 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 yeah, we were. <laughs> he's sitting there like, "Yeah, dude, don't marry her because you're cool." And we'd see him driving around. It was so cool. We'd see him driving around in like I don't know, like a Buick or something like that. And it's weird because it's he's the full year round, you know, white beard and everything like that. So it's like watching Santa, you know, at like Best Buy getting like an iPod, you know what I mean? Like in his Dockers and a polo shirt. Like it's the weirdest, you know. Um but yeah, you should do that, man. There's Santas of all different uh yeah, races and them. colors and <laughs> all yeah, the different so, uh Well, I'm glad you're enjoying the stories because it's only the tenth. So there's still two Got a long weeks. way to go. Yeah. So there's a lot more lights, a lot more activities. Um, so stay tuned. And then just, <laughs> and then we'll just, you know, cause they can hear me a little bit or I think they can, because mm-hmm. they're, they're close by. Um, wait to see what happens. Like, oh yeah. What they, what they get. Um, you can't really do us a favor yeah. and put your phone on like a tripod and do like Instagram live or something like that for <laughs> Christmas morning. Yeah. Cause that'll be like two o'clock I, in the afternoon for us. Yeah. I'd watch it. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, they look so happy. Yeah. yeah so we, we we open presents at like midnight our time. Oh, so right. Okay. Oh, I will right. do it. I'd be like do four it. in the morning. For- <laughs> I, I will. I'll, I'll be I'll up. Go on, I'll do an IG live. Because that's, that's going to be like the last one too. Yeah. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We used to do, we would do uh, gifts the night before. Uh, and there were always uh, pajamas. Um, mm-hmm. And they would always be like, what is it? And it was like, they're pajamas. just give me the damn pajamas. It's fine. I'm like, I wait. No. Uh, and then, um, you know, the next day and, and our family up till like now, our family, we would do like youngest to oldest in like a circle oh. for everybody, which took forever. Like when we go to my grandma's house, because you're just sitting there like you'd open up a present and people would do this. The adults would do this. Like you'd open up a present and then leave. And go like have a couple of cigarettes and a beer and come back and then be like, present number two. Because you know? uh, like as an adult, you don't care what your second cousin who's eight is getting. You know what I mean? It's right. something. It's a Ninja Turtles thing. Like that's it. You know, yeah. whatever. Um, but now it's it's just mayhem. They don't they I think they tried like my sister mm-hmm. and, you know, they tried to implement that. But these kids, I mean, they just tear into them. I mean, like the trees mm-hmm. in danger of like falling mm-hmm. over the way they dive in. And then we have the bulldog. So the bulldog's excited just because everybody else is excited. So like in the middle of all these just paper and stuff, the dog's just jumping all over the place. So it's, <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I'm just, yeah, I'm like, okay, well. But I love that excitement. And so to see it come from you, Adro, is, yeah, because I don't, 
especially this Christmas, man. I am, uh, I'm not looking as I was supposed to be going to, uh, Australia and, uh, to see my girl and they, uh, opened, like opened the borders up kind of, and it was like, okay, this might work. And then they closed them. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't look like, like the fact like they could, you know, but I'd still miss Christmas cause I'd be quarantined, which is still better than, mm-hmm. you know, not, You'd but so, there, yeah. yeah. So I'm not going to be doing Christmas this year with her. So as much as I love to do stuff with the family, the plan and like the, thing to build up to after two years now of uh not being able to celebrate Gosh. any holiday just kind of got taken away from us so that's been uh yeah i might be doing a christmas eve show just by myself <laughs> just, just <laughs> and another thing just doing another <laughs> fucking Crying. christmas uh anyway we'll talk more about how depressed i am after the break <laughs> i found hope in the midst of an overwhelming situation i let go of trying to control things that i had no control over and that helped me find peace of mind. Alcoholism is a disease that can affect any family. Everyone suffers, but there is help and hope at Al-Anon Family Groups. I was constantly stressed and worried. Now I approach each day with joy and gratitude. In Al-Anon, families and friends of alcoholics find new ways to heal from the effects of a loved one's drinking. Al-Anon gave me my life back. I'm a better father and husband. Are you in an overwhelming situation because of someone else's drinking? Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Local and virtual meetings are available. Maybe one could work for you. For information, call 1-866-200-0033 or visit alanon.org slash hope. <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> The one time I ordered alcohol, it was, oh, it was for Thanksgiving. I ordered, uh, uh, two weeks ago? Yeah. There was no wine or anything. And I'm like, well, we, like, you gotta have wine, like, with Thanksgiving. So at, uh, seven o'clock in the morning, <laughs> I, uh, wine hours, all right. I, uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm not leaving. I don't feel like leaving anywhere. So also, nobody will sell booze to me at seven o'clock in the morning. I don't think. I've never tried. Uh, 6 a.m. here in California. Okay, it might not be like I think wine and beer is different. I think that's okay, but the, like there are like liquor you can't. I don't remember what the rules were, and holidays are funny. Um, but I went on Instacart and found the local store, and I'm like, boom, 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 boom. And I didn't think they'd show up till 10 or 11 o'clock after the sales. That I thought, well, they let them. They you know, guy shows up, and so it was like literally eight o'clock in the morning. I'm in like my boxer briefs and a, and a, and a bathrobe you know, and I walk up and he's like, this sounds pretty weird, but I got to ask you, are you drunk right now? <laughs> like, no, nah. it's eight o'clock in the morning, man. I want to be, can I have my wine? Uh, and uh, yeah, they're legally required. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. They're legally required to ask you that, and that has to be so weird. And what do they do? They in Ohio. Give it to if you well, are? Yeah. Well, like you're in, in at least in Ohio, and probably in most states, you're not supposed to serve anybody any alcohol if they're oh. visibly inebriated. Now, bars oh. obviously. There's a big pass on that because, like, yeah. I've watched. Now, I mean, if someone's puking on the bar, generally they're not going to be like, fill her up, you know. But, another uh, one? Um, yeah, you knocked that one over. Here's another one. Uh, but, but, yeah, like, if you go into a gas station or something like that and you're, like, falling all over the place, hmm. they're not supposed to, at least in Ohio, they're not supposed to sell you booze. And I feel like that's a safe 
safe, fair thing to do. <laughs> um, although, if you don't sell that person booze, there's a good chance that they'll just turn around and like you fight know, you, drunkenly try to beat the shit out of you over yeah. some over some like natty daddy. <laughs> do you guys have that? You guys know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. You get it in the in the in the uh, the was it 21 ounces or whatever? And the yeah, three pack, the three. Pack. Oh my god, three! <laughs> comes, yeah, yeah. That's what my that's what my sister and her boyfriend used to drink before they graduated up to regular Bud Light. Was okay. Natty Daddy, okay. and they would buy, they would buy like three or four of those, and so they're mm. like three cans, and they were like whatever that plastic, like shrink wrap, mm. you know, for all three cans of this stuff, and I. Because I, you know, I brew beer, and I don't believe that there are very few bad beers out there. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Even, I don't have a problem with you know high life or anything like that. That's a specific type of beer for a specific type Milwaukee's of purpose. <laughs> uh, you know what? It's got it's it's got heritage. Yeah. I haven't um, had it in a long time. But yeah, it's been a while. But like you yeah. know, I'm not I'm not a snob, is what I'm saying. But I drink that, and I'm like, this is the most god awful <laughs> shit I have ever <laughs> had. Like that brought me back to like the natty. College. Ice days, yeah. Oh of, yeah. gosh, the beer pong with that. School, oh, bro. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, that and yeah, we would do that. And uh, Steel Reserve was the big one. Uh, At two eleven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, what was the other one? Um, what's the legend behind the two eleven? By the way, there's some sort of a. It's like the. They say it's like the police code for. It is. It's the, yeah. Two two eleven is a police code for uh, for armed robbery. Uh, well, no, but it's supposed to be drunk. It's going to be a police code for something. But like, I think the legend of it is that it was a police code somewhere for, uh, you know, b- something booze related. Uh, just like four twenty mm-hmm. is the police code. So you know, that's the thing you always hear when you're like twelve. Is that four twenty was the police code mm-hmm. for marijuana, uh, <laughs> possession or something like that? Um, that's, that is not true about four twenty. You hear that. I'm not saying oh, it's oh, true. I'm just that, saying yeah. that's what you hear. And yeah, yeah, if it is true, it's because they went, guys, everybody knows what 420 <laughs> means. So yeah. let's just make the code 420. So that way mm-hmm. everybody's like, oh, it's just pot. Don't worry about it. Uh, Four, 420 was uh, that, that that was like, not, I don't know. I don't want to say invented or, but like that phrase was because it started out here in Northern California, in the Bay Area, mm. where, it's, where it's like these two high schoolers from a city called San Rafael in Marin County. Like we would meet up like on days at 4:20 p.m. by this mm-hmm. flagpole and smoke weed, and so every every April 20th at 4:20, like there is just like a mob of people and weed tourists from all over who go to this mm-hmm. one flagpole really? and smoke weed. Yeah, Evan, like, I need you to look that up. Our it's like 20 minutes away, 20 minutes north of San Francisco. Wow, so. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm not really a pot smoker, so that like 420 thing, I don't, you know. Two two eleven was always like the joke where it was like two two elevens turned to a one eight seven. What's a one eight seven? It's a police code for murder for oh. homicide. <laughs> so two two elevens turned to a one eight seven. True, man. I'm not a believer. I'm not a believer in that whole thing about how like you know tequila makes you angry and whiskey makes you that you know. Uh, but um, anything is possible for some Hennessy, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think what happens for somebody, at least like me, I will. I mean, I tend to just drink like whiskey is my go-to, but like I will drink specific things depending on the mood. Uh, and so, like, Santa. yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna drink me some Santa. Uh, but um, 
but yeah, I never found that to be true. Like, I would never like drink that tequila your mood would change and depending get, on what you and drink. Get wild. Yeah, I wouldn't drink no, tequila but, and get like, wild. Like he said, yeah, tequila and get angry. I drink tequila, yeah. I start crying. I drink tequila and I want to puke because the only tequila I've had has been terrible. So, um, no, there was one I had that was a dark tequila and it was aged and it was like, this just tastes like whiskey. This is fantastic. We could do this experiment um, on Christmas. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. visible man. Christmas let's promote drinking. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. we're kidding, guys. Uh, we don't. We yeah. don't promote that. Um, but no. yeah, totally. Let's do it. Uh, Unless we get sponsored. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. yeah. Come on, Jose Cuervo. And it's time for um, break. <laughs> yeah. On that note, sponsored by uh, Woodford Reserve. Um, but yeah, I didn't find that that was the that was the case. The only ones that I think would make me feel a little crazier, like back in the day, which those aren't even legal anymore. And the original is like the Four Locos. Oh. But that's because oh you were God. like, you were like, you know, that I'm was the alcohol death. version of a speedball. Like you were doing <laughs> yeah. a ton of caffeine and then a ton of uh, a ton of alcohol all at once. And they were only around in that formulation for probably like two or a, three years. Yeah, not even that. I mean, and it was just. You can still buy them. Like people like hoarded them. They saved them. Yeah. Yeah. I um, did for a while. <laughs> yeah. I just, not that good. Um, the lemonade one. Lemonade. That was I the don't, best one. I don't remember most of the flavors. Uh, Cause I don't think I cared. You don't remember in, anything on those. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was not drinking for loco for the, uh, for the uh, yeah discerning taste. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> there's a guy on TikTok who's it's something like and I think he's on YouTube too. He's like the unemployed uh sommelier or something like that and he does he's no, Adro, you'd love him. He does he started like as kind of a joke during COVID, you know, uh rating non-wine and now people will send him like terrible booze and have him, you know, rate it as a sommelier, you know, and he is he's That's funny. so freaking funny. Because uh, he did some of the four locos, and then he did all of the uh, Matt MD twenty twenty MD Matt. He did them dog. all, yeah. Um, oh, which isn't blue. Mad Dog. That, that's not what it stands for. Yeah, Mad Dog. I think is a beer. It stands for something else. Well, it's Mad Dog twenty twenty. But I, I mean, that's what we all call it. It's mad, like if you say Mad, uh, give me a Mad Dog. That's what that's what they're going to give you. But I think it's. I don't know, Morgan Davies, something like that. Like the it's wine manufacturer mm. is who's the actual yeah manufacturer of that. Um, we won't turn down sponsorships from you either. Mm. Uh, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff and I are drinking. Jeff, what do you do? You still have the? Um, I still have the um, Iron Talisker. Oh, that's something oh, yeah. else. That's Iron what smoke? I have right now. Okay, yeah, it's uh, uh, it's the distillery that's like right down the street. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, nice. Support got, local. Right. Yeah, it's good. It's actually really good. Yeah, good for you, man. Uh, and I have the Woodford Reserve. Uh, this was what I was using for my pecan pies. Uh, mm. I put a little shot of Ooh, bourbon in there, and it just it gives you a little good. bit of different. Um, they were so good. Um, Nidro, you have water, and I believe Evan, you're drinking some Wegmans Walmart. Some angry water. Angry water. Angry water. Mm-hmm. See, I couldn't do that. I could not um, drink that kind of stuff while I have to talk. I would be burping. That's like one of the rules. Don't chew gum and don't, yeah, don't drink carbonated water while you're, uh, while you're doing that. So, um, before we kind of go, uh, first off, I'd like to hear what's, oh, there, I just saw what Evan posted in the chat. Um, I would like to hear some of your specific holiday plans. 
because uh, we've kind of danced around some of the stuff we do, but I'd like to, if you can, uh, hear about what you guys are planning to do specifically. Uh, so maybe we can kind of figure out a little bit of what we'll be doing next mm. episode or two episodes from now, which will be Christmas Eve. If anybody's going to be there or if you're not going to be there, you know, why? Uh, maybe try to coordinate some of the video because like Adro, I know kids, that's one thing. So there's some some legal implications and stuff with that. But like if we could get some videos from people to post them, that kind of stuff, I think it'd be kind of fun. So uh, plus I like as much as I have problems with the holidays, I love hearing everybody else's stuff. So, um, Jeff, I'm pretty sure Christmas Day, you're. What do you think I'm doing? Taking a nap? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no, honestly. Watering plants? Yeah, yeah, just getting rid of my aphids. Um, Normally, normally we split the time with the girls. Um, Normally, Christmas Eve, they'll go with their mom and her family always gets together. Um, This year, the person on Christmas Day that they normally go to, like a family's house, she. She broke her ankle, and so she's probably not going to be cooking. So they're going to have Christmas probably at my ex's house. So mm. they'll probably be with their mom Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and then probably maybe second half of the day they'll be with me. But okay. probably in the morning I'll go over, like first thing in the morning, um, over to um, as our guest this week called it the marital house. Uh, probably have probably have Christmas that morning there for be like an such hour. A- fucking an insult like you've gotten over it oh, but like i could not just be like oh i'm i'm uh, yeah i'm not over it <laughs> nope it's i come out well, that's i'll come home and so when you talk about a nap it, it's hard i mean it's hard mm-hmm. it's um it's like go, it's like going into a museum mm-hmm. a little bit but it's very you know alive and well it's it's hard i mean every creak in the floor everything has mm. a meaning to me is it um, weird like when like because I, I had to go back to to my marital home a couple of times. And mm. the one time I went, like, the stuff had been switched, you know. And in the house, there, you mean? Like, yeah, like, some, like, like well, obviously pictures. I remember one time I walked in, there oh. was a family picture, and somebody put a sticker over my face, which I actually thought was kind of funny. Oh, bro. Uh, we were divorced. That. Like, it is what it is, you know. Um, uh, take the whole picture did, down then. Well, they did the next time. But, I mean, it was a full mm. family picture. I totally get it. But, like, yeah, to walk in there and, like, I saw she had this big picture that I bought her like three months before it all went to hell. And it's like right over the couch. And it's like, how do you look at that every fucking day? You know, like, and it's, and this shitty part, it says, it's a, it's a Banksy, uh, you know, Mm. print. And this is hope on it. You know what I mean? Like I want to sit there and be like, I'm going to burn that motherfucker to the ground, you know, right now. But like, how do you, yeah. yeah, Cause like you see shit that's like, I bought you that, or that was like mm-hmm. the glow bar is still there. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. I built. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. um, I don't, I'm not saying I want this, but you should throw it out. <laughs> you know, like this is mine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ah, I, just, I can say that like it, it's still difficult, but it's, it's tolerable now. The first okay. couple of years, it was, it was so incredibly difficult. Mm-hmm. It was so incredibly difficult. But now, now I'm, you know, I'm okay now. Yeah. It's it's not easy, but it's it's way better. Okay, good. you all are some strong dudes. Man. The mm-hmm. hardest part for me is is not it takes the a while objects. to get here. Yeah, it was the cats. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the hardest part for mm-hmm. me because they were cats that came from my cat, uh, oh. who passed away, and so they were oh, mine. Bro. You know, like not like I'm not gonna take them, you know, from the house and from her and that kind of stuff. They're brothers, you know, mm-hmm. and same litter or whatever. And uh, you know, like I'm. 
do they recognize me? Do they know me? Because mm. they were both pretty friendly. So it's, you know, like they walk up to everybody. But like, do you remember me? You know, that mm-hmm. was the hardest part for me. Because like a dog, dogs never forget. Take them by their little shoulders and be like, do you remember me? Do you know me? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, like dogs never forget. Like we know that, you know yeah. what I mean? But like to cats, do they give a shit? You know what I mean? Like, there's a cat just like, yeah, I know who you are. I just, I don't care. Just feed me. (laughs) Um, So that was the, that was the thing I was most scared of that. And then like my neighbors seeing my neighbors, uh, cause, cause I think all the same neighbors for the most part, one of them passed away, um, just old age. Uh, but the rest of them are there. And I was like, these are people I'd like have barbecues with Mm -hmm. and drink with and have fun with. And it was like, they're gone. You know what I mean? And it wasn't that they cited or anything. It's just you move to a different city and, you know, shit happens. But, like, yeah, driving down there, that was, oh. So I don't know how you could do that when you add in kids. So, like, you have friggin' memories of kids. Oh, f- mm. Oh, that's gonna yeah. be terrible. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, can you, can you tell us? Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, I think it highlights why when, Adro, when we watch you have these these experiences with your girls it's just they're they're beautiful little girls and just to watch you guys you watch mm-hmm. you work to create these things with them is beautiful yeah, yeah i agree these these feelings you guys are talking about that that that's what's going on like internally like when i'm posting these videos but they don't feel it so that's are important. You, you're not you're not at the um yeah marital house right oh no see i consider myself lucky because like at, like when i like this last like when i found out about her her cheating i Mm -hmm. i left and i have not been back um she's she's gone she's gone kicked out of there since then right because you were paying didn't you pay pay her rent for a while i paid her rent for the first two months after we split because i I didn't want my kids to be on the street we had we just moved into a new place three months before like i found out um and so i but i never i was i was only in that place for and it's the biggest house I've ever lived in. Mm. Oh, that's <laughs> um, gotta be a- my whole life. Yeah, because now I'm stuck in this. It's not shitty, but it's just a tiny, tiny. I don't think you guys understand how tiny apartments are here in California, especially in the Bay Area. Mm. Yeah, like it's. I'm like probably in one of your closets, and I have two kids here. Yeah. Um, mm. but I've never been back, so I consider myself super lucky because when I left, I didn't. I didn't take any of my stuff. I said you can keep all that shit. Um. She did give me some of the stuff back eventually, like some mm-hmm. of it. But even then, it's like I, after a while of it being here, I just got rid of it. So I never been back. Yeah, I did that too. She, mm-hmm. with the packing up of all the stuff and everything, she gave me, she put some stuff in there that was like us stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And I think it was like I don't want to get rid Fuck of this, that. so you can do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'll get rid of it, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't care. And this, the funny thing is. She, I, I was, I was going to write a post about like, what do you do with your wedding ring? Like, do you sell it? Yeah, whatever. Oh my God, and I had bro. all of the rings. And so what I was going to do is I was going to melt them down into an arrow and go out into Lake Michigan on the beach where I proposed to her and shoot that MFR out into the sea or into the lake. And, um, and then I lost them. Oh, dude. I just straight money. up lost them. They're somewhere in the house somewhere, I'm sure. Oh. Maybe. No idea. But I'm like, okay, well, maybe that was God telling me, like, first of all, dude, come on. That's really stupid that you were going to do all that. Uh, and second of all, like, that was it. Like, okay, problem solved. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Somebody else will find them eventually, you know, under the piano or some crap. I don't know. I don't care. Like, and it was just such a relief to sit there because that was like the thing I was holding on to of like, what should <sighs> I do with these? And then I went to mm-hmm. grab them and I'm like, all right. I mean, they're probably in 
You know, I have no idea. So uh, that was actually oddly comforting to like not have to worry about it. Like it just took care of itself. The whole story that I could get into some other time about well, like, I I mean, my ring. Like the, yeah. we should do that. We should talk about that. Um, I mean, there's always a possibility that someone in the house stole them and sold them because that kind of stuff has happened before. But <laughs> for that MD for the Mad Dog. Yeah. No. Um, I don't think that's what they drink. Oh, I wasn't saying like for anyone in particular. No, I know, but I'm being yeah. I'm being serious. Uh, Natty oh, Daddy shit. and um, it's called like Johnny Johnny Walker. No, no, God, no. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny, it's kind of like I don't know what it's 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 similar to like those Rum Runner things. Like they come in like the fifteen, oh. like Johnny Bootlegger. It's the same thing as Bad Belt, but like it's a, it's the off brand of MD twenty twenty. Like that's that's where we're at now. Um, anyway, so uh, I think we're coming up to the end of the show here, which is why I'm turning on the music. Uh, I think we might want to continue a little bit of this conversation next week with the holidays and that kind of stuff if you guys yeah. are interested. I'm really interested just because you do it once and then you remember stuff and then kind of things unravel. So I think the more we kind of get to talk about it, the more we're going to hear about it. I mean, we didn't really even get to hear anything about what was going on with Evan's holiday here coming up and uh, we've heard a little bit about Adro but you know I'd like to get some of the more uh, you know specific stuff I think that'd be interested anyway thank you all for tuning into VM live you're welcome to join our discord server for anybody over the age of 18 we have uh, moderated discussions every day about men and men's mental health make sure you check us out on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook where we have a lot of the videos of this YouTube. We have the, the live shows videotaped. Uh, we just updated our website. Uh, it doesn't look a whole lot different than the old one, but it does have posts from this year, which is pretty sweet. <laughs> so, <laughs> Once again, guys, thank you all for listening. This is Jack Rollins reminding you that vulnerability is the ultimate demonstration of strength. Cheers. <laughs>